Hello, and welcome to Think Queerly. I'm your host, Darren Steele. So this podcast is a place where I get to share my evolving ideas as a coach and a deep thinker about how we can create a more loving and accepting world for everyone. Basically, liberation for all of humanity. And I do this through an intersection of my lived experiences as a gay man, my interests in queer liberation, politics, the issues of inequality and prejudice, the study of neuroscience, and my studies and contemplation of the Tao Te Ching and how to apply that ancient wisdom in an equitable way to how we show up and exist in the world treat ourselves and treat others and to lead ourselves first. Have you ever heard of the expression to kill your darlings? Well, if you haven't, I'm going to touch on that a little bit later, but I'm going to be speaking about how we move forward in life by letting go. So over this past weekend, I I wasn't feeling very well. It it has been very hot and humid here in Toronto. And I think I just ate too much. And we finally got to sit out on a patio, uh, which which patios have recently reopened in the Toronto area during this COVID-19 pandemic. And had probably just one pint of beer too many. So... Saturday, I didn't feel so well. I was stuck in my head. I was feeling a little bit depressed. You ever had that happen to you? It was a day to lay low and take care of myself. And I just binged on about five and a half hours of Netflix because I didn't have the capacity to do any other kind of meaningful self-care. I needed to just be entertained and temporarily taken out of my state. And I realized I was feeling a lot of stress and worry about how to make progress on some projects that I'm working on. And I feel really scattered and unfocused all the time. So it was like, how am I going to get these things done? And I journaled about that in the morning. And the thing is, I knew what the problem was. I know what the problem is. I just hadn't figured out how to address it. And I'm sure you've experienced something like this before. You know what the problem is, or you know what you need to be doing, but you just aren't doing it. So all day on the Saturday, this was going on in my subconscious and conscious mind. I was processing. I had a great sleep Sunday morning. I woke up. I felt better. I felt like I was getting some clarity. Went out with my partner and exercised outside, and suddenly I just got this enlightenment, so to speak, and I walked away from where he was exercising and I just used the voice memo feature app on my phone and and recorded exactly what I needed to do. And I haven't even listened to that again because it was so clear. All of the worrying and trying to figure it out just came right through. And I knew with clarity what I needed to do. So The short version is that I've decided it is time to close my publication on Medium, Think Queerly. Now, that's not the podcast. The podcast is still going. My website, darrensteel.com, is still going. But the Medium publication has been something I've been doing for a little over two and a half years now. And I had this idea 
to launch a personal development blog on Medium, which I did and called it Think, T-H-I-N-K, the idea being that you use a pen, ink, to write down your ideas to process your thoughts. Now, within maybe a month, month and a half, I was doing a course with a writer and a creator on Medium, Tom Kugler, um, about how to build a following on Medium. I realized through what he was teaching, I needed to build my own publication. And that's when I came up with Think Queerly. Also because I identified LGBTQ advocacy and issues are a thing for me. It's something I've been fascinated by and have been involved with for so much of my life. So that happened, and then I opened up the publication and invited other writers who were on Medium to come in and to submit content um, for possible publication. Now, a lot has changed in that two-and-a-half-year period. Times change, the platform Medium has changed, the kind of writing that happens on Medium has changed, the direction of things have changed in social justice and LGBTQ issues, and least of all, most importantly... The publisher, the editor, me, I've changed. And it's taken me a really long time to admit that the publication no longer meets my current and future needs. I've been too attached to what it was, why I first created it, what it meant to me on an emotional level, like I guess pride even, and what I'd hoped to accomplish. And it's nothing about failing. I did not fail. But it's a case with any goal, it is never about the goal itself. It's about the process. It's about the journey towards what you planned to accomplish. And the thing is, it's rare that we ever accomplish exactly the goal as we pictured it. You know, somebody decides on a financial figure, somebody decides that... um, They want to complete university, and maybe they thought that after that four years, they'd come up with a particular degree or a particular mindset and direction that they wanted to go in, and yet they're slightly in a different path, or they look for completely different work that they would have never thought of, but that process allowed them to take that next step. So, you know, along the way of attaining any goal, any outcome, things get in the way, We veer off the planned course. We may get help from other people or things that help speed things up and take us along more quickly to that outcome. Or we realize that we need to alter our plans and ideals and ideas for any number of reasons. And we may abandon the project altogether, having lost interest or realizing that for some reason it's just not possible. So as a result, I I went ahead and created another publication on Medium, the Queer Thought Leadership and Coaching blog of Darren Steele. That's me. (laughs) And if you've been following following along with my work, you'll see on that publication that I've moved many of the articles that were on Think Queerly that speak to personal personal leadership and self-awareness and personal growth. Because the Queer Thought Leadership and Coaching blog of Darren Steele is who I am, is my message. And all of that is contained on my home website, darrensteele.com. Medium is a great place for me to expand my reach, to have more readers and viewers, 
and to even have more conversations online. And this act, this choice, this decision freed me up to increase my focus on what matters most to me. And I, I'm going to read what I wrote on my About page. When you freely love who you are, you can freely create the life you want. I'm Darren Steele, and that is the essence of my coaching philosophy. If you're like me and want to make a difference in the world, you'll understand that change starts with the responsibility to know thyself first. I follow two principles that support my philosophy. Lead by example and give people better ways to think. This blog, so on Medium and my website, are a place where I get to share my evolving insights as a coach and a thought leader through an intersection of self-examination, queerness, understanding how our brains work through neuroscience, and my study and contemplation of the Tao Te Ching. My intention is to help you see the world differently, to think queerly, to lead from your uniqueness, and to create solutions for the betterment of humanity that impacts the world. That almost gives me shivers because it just, it, I have been formulating that exact expression of who I am now and, and the work that I'm doing and, and what my intentions are over the last number of days. I've been consciously and subconsciously thinking about how to say all that I am. And when I set these changes in motion, I felt a tremendous weight drop off my body. It was a physiological response to letting go of an emotional burden, a a, a figurative knapsack of worry, frustration, and uncertainty that I've been carrying around for much too long. And the funny thing is, when, when I've been confronted with making a significant change in my life to move forward, to let go of something, I'm, I'm very often met with serendipity. And a really good friend of mine who's also a coach and a creative spirit, he texted me on Monday, and he had an awareness as a result of being without a cell phone and a laptop, both of which broke and were irreparable on the exact same day. Can you imagine? (laughs) I've been once without a laptop for two and a half weeks, and I thought I was going to go out of my mind. So he texted me, and I paraphrase here, I'm addicted to being busy doing things that get me nowhere. I could be doing things like writing that puts me in the zone, but I still cling with resentment to the fact that I can't do old things. Maybe that is why I haven't been able to let go. I'm literally addicted to the things I don't feel like doing. Have you ever felt like that? I'm addicted to to the things I don't like doing? I mean, that's brilliant to me. That insight is so on the mark. And isn't that just another way of saying that we are attached to the prediction of the past, to what we know, an established and an expected way that allows us to respond to our circumstances in the moment. But when you want to change your circumstances, when you want to change and improve your life, when you want to go to the next level, so to speak, the next step in your life, the next evolutionary process, you need to upset the apple cart. You need to pull things out, turn things over, turn things around. 
It also means that you won't have that, tra- that trusted prediction in your life. And without prediction, as human beings, we experience stress. Our mammalian brain wants us to feel safe, comfortable, loved, connected, and secure. And if you're changing too much, too often, too quickly, you're going to be stressed out of your mind. So we often don't make changes from the largest to the smallest because we don't want to experience stress. We might not be consciously saying, I don't want to experience stress, but the other parts of our brain that protect us and keep us safe and keep us comfortable, they're looking to get their needs met. And if they see change coming up, well, the basal ganglia is the part of the brain that um, creates or, or stores your, your patterns, all of your programming, all of your habits. And habits take time to solidify as a pattern. It isn't like a 14-day or 28-day thing. It all depends on the kind of habit, how much you want it to happen, and whether it's kind of a, a learned movement or behavior like... How do you drive a car while holding a conversation at the same time? That is a pattern that's programmed into your basal ganglia that allows you to do multiple things at the same time without the conscious awareness that you're able to do that. So we don't make changes often in life because we don't want to experience stress. And it can be difficult to separate from one's past for the simple reason that your past is a narrative. It's a story of who you are of who you were. And if you feel that you can't change your narrative, then you're holding on to the past as a commitment, a commitment to staying the same, to not experiencing stress. And stress is okay in moderation. Stress is okay when we know it's coming and how to handle it and how to respond. And even when we know the things that we're doing are the things we want to stop doing, we often just keep doing them anyway. It's like, what? It seems like a crazy, vicious cycle. But one of the one, there are many different ways. And one of the ways of moving forward is to consider the smallest single step that you can take that will help you make a change with the least amount of stress. And it's really important here to associate the highest emotional intention for wanting to create that new outcome. You, you, you want, in other words, to feel empowered, to feel fantastic, to feel happy, to feel excited, and even joyful. Those kinds of feelings and emotions, when you're putting into play, when you're practicing the repetition of uh, this new behavior, this new pattern, this new routine, or this new action, because the brain then says, oh, this is a good thing. I feel good about doing this. I'm not going to resist it. I'm not going to react against it. I'm not going to feel stressed towards it. Therefore, I'm going to let it in. And when there's enough repetition, then the basal ganglia, that part of the mammalian brain that creates our subconscious patterns, will accept it and pattern it. And it becomes part of our programming, just like creating an update to an app on your phone. And there's, there's many ways to figure out what's blocking you. Sometimes we have to do a number of different exercises until we figure out what it is. And as a coach, this is what I do when I'm working with a client. My role is to ask the kinds of questions based on what the client tells me to help them see their challenge with the greatest clarity in their own eyes, not through mine, 
and then to help them create their own associations with what they've done in the past so that they can create new patterns and come up with strategies that they can practice to create those new patterns, just like I've described earlier. Now, sometimes it's an external event that triggers this change, like my friend breaking his phone and laptop at the exact same day that suddenly, literally and figuratively, helped him to see the attachments to what was keeping him from moving forward. Now, as human beings, we become skilled at doing these tasks and habits, right? They get stored in the basal ganglia. That becomes a skill set. But there's an important difference between a skill that serves you and one that doesn't or doesn't any longer. And we can look at the so-called negative attachments to what was, what you don't like doing anymore, what you don't want to be doing, what you want to let go of, as being unskillful in the moment. And this isn't blaming, this isn't judging, this isn't good or bad. It's just skillful or unskillful. Unskillful just means you need to create a new skill set. So that skill set has helped you in the past to get to a certain point in life. And you can consider those skills have done something for you that has given you value in life. And when you recognize that value and how much it's helped you, it's just a way of seeing it that I find makes it easier than to let go of the emotional attachment. Like how has, for me, the publication Think Queerly served me? What was the value? What did it allow me to accomplish? Where did it lead me? What were the good things that happened that took me in a certain direction? What were the challenging things that happened that led to a certain direction? I know that certain things that happened in the time of the publication led me down this path of investigating leadership and the contemplation of the Tao Te Ching, which has been one of the most profound um, teachings in my life that is really moving me forward to the kind of message that I want to share and the way in which I want to help people and be the change in the world that I would like to see. So I said at the beginning, to kill your darlings. To kill your darlings is a, a common piece of advice given by experienced writers. And you kill your darlings when you choose to get rid of a storyline, a character, a paragraph, or a sentence in your writing. And it doesn't matter how much work it took to create those elements or how long. For the sake of the story, you need to remove them. And this is sage advice because it can apply to any creative endeavor in life, your, any pursuit, any goal that is no longer serving you, even friendships, if it's run its course. You know, in this sense, you've learned what you needed to learn or accomplished what you set out to do, and now you need to let it go in order to move on to the next project, to free yourself from the past, to transform into the next stage of your life. I just remember a writing course, a fiction writing course I took uh, with a writer at the University of Toronto many years ago, and she said 80% of what she writes when she's working on a novel is garbage. But she has to write the garbage to get, you know, the really good work. And it's kind of like the Pareto principle. So she writes 80% is garbage, and 80 20% of the time is the writing and 80% of the time is the editing. To get through 
which is the practice. That, that is just the practice of getting the ideas onto the page, refining, cleaning up, and editing. And we need to have these experiences in life before we can discern clearly where we're going to step into that next transformation. And once you've stepped into that transformation, once you've evolved into the next stage of who you are, you're then ready for the next one. It's an ongoing evolutionary process. I don't remain static. None of us do. So what are you addicted to doing that you want to let go of? I, I hope this personal story might help you see something that you're holding on to in your life. Because often the things we need to let go of, they're not bad. They're not harmful. And if, and if they are, then we really want to look at those. But the things that don't seem bad or not harmful don't show up as much, don't set off alarm bells as much. And so we might not see them or value them as important or something that we need to address. So if it's not hurting us, why change it, right? That would be what the basoganglia and the, the mammalian brain would like. It's comfortable here. Why rock the boat? I don't want to get off the couch. But if, as you've seen or as you've heard, as innocuous as keeping my, my publication Think Queerly open was, it drained my time and my personal energy from focusing on building my coaching practice and creating a membership version of the Think Queerly podcast. There will be more details about that coming soon. So if you'd like to explore why you can't seem to let go of what you need to stop doing, let's let's talk. Let's have a conversation. Just head on over to my coaching page at daringsteel.com slash coaching. And then find out more about how I coach. And at the bottom of the page, you can uh, click the red button to request a time for an exploration session. Thank you for listening and think queerly. Queerly.